Get into gates. We are talking Stargate SG-1 and everything about it that we love and hold dear to the franchise. My name is Mitch. Joining us always the four Get Into Gate team. We got Maddie, Yo. Brendan, hey. and Reese. What up? The man we're doing it for. If you are uh, new to Get Into Gates, we're at the end of the season. You can go back. We've got we all of our old episodes. We're here. Woo. We're done. Oh, that? he's going to play a sound bite. His phone didn't oh, work. Failed. Come on, mate. It's, we had such a long time to set this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three hour pre production. Ah, oh, that's yeah. Okay, that's a good payoff. That's yeah. a good payoff. We get a whole season one wrap up available on our iTunes and SoundCloud podcast. You can go back and uh, and check it out, or start here. By all means, we're talking about a pretty good episode, the season finale of season one within the Serpent's Grasp, and uh, we are here because of Reese. He is new to the series, and we we're, we said we're going to watch it with him and experience it with him for the first time, and we're going to talk about it one episode a week. And here we are, boys. Episode twenty one of the show within the Serpent's Grasp. Wow. We're wrapping up season one. One. I We're can't here. believe we made it. We made it. It was a long time. We limped in. We, we limped, limped in. in. Yeah, <laughs> we, had a, we had a two-month hiatus yeah. there where we really rethought our lives and uh, we, we you know. finished. We finished. We finished. <laughs> we didn't make anything. We, just, we weren't impressive. And we not, just we got the. Not to not to put a downer on it for you, Reese, but <laughs> we're we're one tenth of the way there. Well, or one fifteenth of the way there yeah. if we end up doing Atlantis as well. Yeah. <laughs> we, Atlantis is awesome. Can we redo my contract after Iron Man three? All right. Before we get into it, I will read what is on the back of the uh, DVD. I think this one's easier than last week this. about inserting Walter in there. Let's see yeah, what we got. So Within the Serpent's Grasp, to stop the Gould invasion, the SG-1 team disobeys orders and transports itself to the Gould attack headquarters. Landing amidst preparations for an all-out strike on Earth, the way home is blocked. Can Walter avert disaster and save humanity? <laughs> well, if anyone can do it, it's bloody Walter! <laughs> if only he had a black beanie on. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. There's, now there's a visual right there. Yeah. And we you know what? You know what? He's cardigan. making it work. In my head, it works. <laughs> Balaclava with the yeah. glasses over top of it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got it up and he has Chevron 7, pulls it down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what do we uh, What do we think, boys? It obviously picks up uh, last right after last week. And, uh, yeah, you know, finally. Get rid, of, get rid of Pollard. <laughs> Thank God Kinsey's gone. They've gone, you know what? Screw you, Kinsey. We're going. I think the, the shitness of politics made this one even better. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to buy it. What do you like, think, Matty? <laughs> you, can, you can fish all you want. I ain't going to buy it. <laughs> no, but it did, but like I, like I was disappointed with politics and then to come into this episode, like as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, this is awesome. It's um, so good, isn't oh, it? Just to, yeah. yeah, like... just You the, got the technology, whole, yeah. you got Goa'uld, you got new yeah. things, the Zatnik tell. Oh, speaking yeah, of... I think we... Old characters oh, returning. Oh, look at that. I bought one in. Here's the one I prepared earlier, which is great. It's great for a, a you know audio medium. Does it retract? That's the second biggest in. thing I've ever seen in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and just as black. <laughs> awesome. That is excellent. The other, the other thing that I wanted, which is kind of, well, it's kind of close to SG-1, was uh, Winona from Farscape. That'd be yes. such a great pistol to have. I uh, I ordered one of Bruce. those off eBay, but it never arrived. And I love that. I love that shot that they always do of the Zat. And I think everyone will know this is that... <laughs> Is, is an extreme close-up of the Zatnik Hotel. Oh, like straight on. Yeah, like the, like down like a, the, barrel. the head of a penis, it looks like. <laughs> you always wonder who 
actually gets shot. Oh mm. my god, this is a lifelong dream. This so is this twenty year. <laughs> this has got some weight to it. It's this good, is eh? Maddie's uh, prop, uh, a replica a prop of uh, Zach Nicotel, which we've just actually put up a photo on our Instagram. If you want to go and check it out, of uh, Reese. Now I said pose for me, and um, <laughs> he's done that just while we're while we're recording the podcast, and it's like. The Zatnikatel existed in the Charlie's Angels universe. Um, oh, okay. You know. <laughs> Is it because I'm beautiful? You do look stunning. <laughs> wow. You know, cute as. Like, um, even, even, even Charlie's Angels didn't arch their backs that much. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I have smaller boobs. So. <laughs> so what do you think about that, Reese? Is, you know, it's, it's, it, for us fans, like it's it's a great piece. We just saw how excited Brendan was to oh, dude. hold a prop replica of the <laughs> Zatnikatel. Taking a selfie. Because you know, it, <laughs> it's a great thing from this show whereas you Oops. only having watched this for the first time mm. the thing for you is the the staff weapon that i mean it's a yeah. pretty cool weapon in itself it's a melee weapon but it's also an energy blast weapon and then all of a sudden it's like oh here's their version of a handheld gun so mm. did you think oh no we've already got something cool or did you think this is a great addition to you know the the ghoul technology and, and the jafar weapons yeah that's what i loved about this episode is that it's the most technology we've seen in one hit from the goal mm. and and even stuff that Tilk wasn't familiar with you know he didn't know we were yeah. on a ship to begin with yeah absolutely and that's that's what i that's what i loved about it just the fact that you know throughout the season we'd see bits and pieces of it but yeah, just to just to finally get some answers about the yeah. gold, how far advanced they actually are, and just the pure awesomeness of their technology. Yeah, because it's awesome. almost it's almost like you can watch Children of the Gods, and then politics is almost like a here's what happened between Children of the Gods and now, mm. and then this is finally almost like this is almost like the sequel to Children of the Gods. Yeah, it is. And Stargate does that cool thing of you know. You know, a lot of other sci-fi shows I'm not allowed to talk about are very well, no, a bit more specific. Are very Sorry. standalone. You know, stand- you got three strikes per episode. Standalone yeah. episode. And just because you don't actually say the name, I th- we all know what you're talking yeah, it's about. A like reference. It, it should still count. Sci-fi, sci-fi television series. I can be talking about anything. Yeah. If you are um, new to the show, Maddie's not allowed to talk about Star Trek because uh, that's all he sorry, does. What? Sorry, I've just been playing with the Zat Nicotel the yeah. entire time. And that is not a euphemism. That is no. not a euphemism. I may or may not have used it as a... Yeah, don't worry about it. Am I going to wipe that, <laughs> am I gonna need to wipe that thing down with Purell yeah, before will. I take you it will. home? There's a, there's a can of Glen 20 in the studio. I'm going to leave it. Uh, wipe it down with Chlorel. <laughs> See what I did there? Who I always um, get confused with, Kal-El. Chlorel. I don't. Has oh, anyone really? else made that connection? No. Chlorophyll? No. Right. One thing I did notice, though, is the little bit of a... Scara leaves with not Apophis. He leaves with two other people. Who, mm. and that, to me, I always assumed that they chose him to be the host to their child. But now we we come to this episode, and Chlorel is Apophis's son. Mm. Like he's taking him on board. So to me, that was that weird. Yeah, it was new. Oh, yeah, I wonder if they've changed that and just sort of you know retconned, retconned. it a little bit, mm. just to because obviously it makes more sense to have that that double jeopardy of Chlorel. You know, yeah. being Apophis's son, and that gives Jack something really a lot for for Jack in this episode. I think the thing that I found confusing is why is there such emphasis on Apophis's son when, you know, is it actually his son? Because what we've seen prior to that, when um, Tilk's son was getting the implantation, mm. we saw a whole vat of small Gwawulds, and we're going and yeah. where Daniel shot it. So, but would royalty be segregated? Well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, they're all gods, aren't they? Isn't that the theory that? Yeah, they all have. They all obviously there's a hierarchy. Mm. Mm. But perhaps, perhaps maybe what they didn't allude to is maybe Chlorel was intended to be Apophis's heir. Mm. Yes, he's got mm. many children, 
but maybe Chlorel was his eldest. But because they're such egomaniacs, I wouldn't even think that that would be a concept that they would have. Yeah, that's what I think. I think later on it kind of falls by the wayside. I think this was just a really cool plot device to to bring Skara back. Um, You know, obviously they didn't want to bring Sharae back this this early and mm. sort of resolve that sort of plot line. So I think, yeah, this was sort of a good... Because it, it's up to this point, we had no idea where Skara was, mm, yeah. you know? Um, so it was good to sort of touch base and, and find out what actually happened to him. Yeah, and like you said, we, we've got those two threads and the uh, Sharae thing is is probably bigger because I guess that's that was the genesis of the show. I know Skara was there as well, but Sharae is such a... A big thing is because she's Daniel's wife. She was there in the movie is a big thing. Again, Scarra was as well. But I think for O'Neill specifically, it was a big thing that but they sort of wrapped that up in, in Cold Lazarus. And then we've gone by since then that that, that side of his story, he's he's able to, to have had closure for it. And then all of a sudden it's Scarra. And not that, I mean, he really only knew Scarra for a couple of days a year ago or at this stage a year and a half ago. But still, they had such a great connection because this Scarra kid looked up to O'Neill and thought he was the greatest thing in the Plus world. Plus, he got him addicted mm. to nicotine. That's true, too. <laughs> and starting fires. Yeah. <laughs> He's a pyromaniac. So, <laughs> you know, it was sort of almost Plus like. Plus, it reminded me of, of his son, didn't it? Like, that was yeah. The whole yeah, that's point. the thing. Like, it really reopened a wound for O'Neill when he saw Scarra. It's like, mm. oh, there's, yeah. there's the other person that I haven't been able to save. And, and I've yeah. failed another and the, son. And the perversion <laughs> that his, you know, his number one enemy in Apophis has taken on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, O'Neill's yeah. surrogate mm. child as his own surrogate mm. child. Yeah. Well, and it, for me, that brings to a, the whole fight, the campaign for O'Neill, just to a mano y mano thing. And it's not like he is this representative of Earth's military taking on this alien threat, you know, the head of an alien threat. It's one bloke taking on another guy for kidnapping a kid mm. that he's yeah. a mates with. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you can't do that. Give him back. And then it complicates the issue of, you know, they're quite willing to just blow up the ship and and get out of there Mm. or even sacrifice themselves if may be. But Scar is an innocent. So, you know, you know that there's that then turmoil where O'Neill's going to be like, well, no, we've got to get Scar off here. He he doesn't care if he and the team die, but Scar has got to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And how friggin' good is Alexis Cruz? Like the way he's he's, jumped... yeah, oh, he's great. When he jumps from Scar to Chlorel, it just mm. it breaks my heart every time. He does it so well. Mm. And obviously, you know, at the end of the episode, Reese, we see you know he and he and Apophis sort of you know transport away. So mm. we, we you know we do get to see them both again. Um, and yeah, the the transitions, the way the way Scar and Chlorel transition to me is just brilliant mm. absolutely brilliant he, 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 when he was Corel, it made me forget how broken his English is as Scara until mm. you know they zap him and he's on the ground he's O'Neill O'Neill and he starts speaking that broken English I'm like oh that's right yeah you yeah. know like even through being a host he hasn't it's not like he's just all of a sudden adapted this language yeah. and taken it on or anything so and he just turns so submissive and innocent you know given how arrogant Chlorel was and how even on the floor Chlorel was you know still like I am your god I am mm. in charge but yeah, God, I love it. One thing I'm sure you were somewhat excited about, Brennan, because we 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 like to tease Reese the 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 idea of their uniforms come you know season seven and eight oh, they're yeah. going through in singlets yeah. you know none of this <laughs> no no more helmets and like full on spray jackets and shit like they are now, and in this one it's very much black ops you know they're all they're in yeah. black shirts they got the the um the balaclavas essentially the the, yeah. the bandanas and shit they got everything you know they're yeah. all dressed in black no, and no I'm like, patches no SG1 no no patches no patches yep. or anything like that yeah because they're technically they're not allowed to be representing SG one at the moment are they because mm. they yeah they went raped mm. yeah yeah Mavericks. yeah black no, ops I, was, I just liked that because it was dark right when they went through the gate yeah yeah. And they they even sent the mouth through and <laughs> got the telemetry and oh, yeah. let's go now quick. 
surely wouldn't someone the alarms go off when when it is allowed to be like, yeah why how did they manage to get through but yeah. oh, mate Carter built the place so she can <laughs> yeah. you know she can she can do a workaround well, and for me silent. that's what I wanted to ask because I again it's been a couple of weeks since I watched this episode. I forgot whether they did send them out through, which they would obviously have to because this is the first time they've... I mean, they, whenever, wherever they go, they go not knowing where they're going. They've seen a picture through the map. But really, they knew they were going into enemy territory of some description. Yeah. At yeah, least it was very, very likely based on Because this is the magical address they Daniel's... got from Never for the Grace of God, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 So they knew they were going somewhere very, very likely, very bad. And I wasn't sure they sent them out through. Like you said, they would have had time. But then when they're there, I'm like, well, hang on. If there was a melt, did they send it back through? I mean, is that just like... Yeah, a, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. And that sets them up for the fact when they realise that they're on a ship because they think they're on, on a planet. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the twist because yeah. let's get out of here. We already sent them out back. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it establishes that they can yeah. get a wormhole yeah. back to Earth because Daniel sends them out through yeah. and like, oh, shit, let's get out of here. And then they realise the point of origin is no longer valid. And yeah. So have ship. they only done that to pay off with that twist because yeah. have they ever sent... that? We've never seen them send them out through yeah, once no. they get there. No. And if they have, certainly not as soon as they got there. No, so yeah. as soon as they got there, Chloe's like, all right, send it back through. Sometimes we've seen like two melts because it's like the first melt was there and then yeah. the second melt come through later. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I think this is purely just to establish that, yes, they can dial home. Mm. Plus, they didn't want then... it to be sitting there when they're trying to be quiet. Yeah, so it was a detection yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brennan, does this help with what we were talking about in, was it Solitudes? About the, the issues you're having with sort of point of origin and, and all that sort of stuff? Um, oh, we, maybe we should talk about it at the end of... The end of the next uh, end of um, two point yeah. one, I think, might be a better a better place to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, all right. Cool. I, I am right. I just I'm going to put that throw that. <laughs> but um, yeah, we can't talk about it yet. Still, now really, this is a whole new set as far as the crew shooting this episode. We haven't really seen the innards of a gold ship really before. I mean, no. outside of the the movie and stuff, of yeah. course. But you know, with all the little hieroglyphics yeah. and stuff, and on it's the different wall and... to Ra's ship. Yeah, well. yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's that's one of the. It's the more points... set like than movie like. <laughs> yeah. TV set. That, and, that's the and thing. And one is of the that... things they point out is because Tilk doesn't even recognize it as a ship. Yeah, that's right. It's of a new design, yeah. so yeah. he doesn't mm. recognize it, and that's why he doesn't know straight away when they can't sort of send the melt back. He's like, oh, it's it's a design I'm not familiar with. Now, just give us a number. How many meters worth of corridor do you think they built? Because they reshot the shit out of that <laughs> same hallway. Yeah, a good four, four and a half, I yeah, four and a half yeah. meters on a curve, then, so that you can just hide around. it through around and so there's like just... keep running, running, running. Quick. Can... Okay, now go back to the start again. And we'll I picture they just yeah. made a circle and they're just going around it. Oh, yeah, that enough, yeah. a circle. Yeah. They, just... they barely have like an arc, like a third of a circle. It's just a carousel. Like... They're just running on the spot. But I did like that kind of when I first saw it when they're weaving between the bulkheads. I'm like, yeah, that's really tacky. And if someone comes around the corner, there's no way they're going to see him. And this time I'm like, that, no, actually, that doesn't make sense to me. Why are they, you know, like one of them hiding there and then like, all right, Carter, go in there, go in there. And so you have a different vantage point and then they'll kept. Just a tactical advance like, one by one, I guess. Because if, if they're walking out in the middle of the corridor. Oh, no, no, it makes sense to hide. I'm just yeah. saying the way the strategy they did, it just was a bit strange. Oh, that's just tactics. That's just the rolling, the rolling formation. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you wouldn't be able to see. But they were doing the like a figure eight between the pylons, and it was just funny. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah, it's now, so you could see it's because when they went behind the pylons, you couldn't see them on the camera. So <laughs> no, what a bad design! <laughs> they had to cut. Even to... when they're like the Jafar coming along, clung, yeah. clung, clung, and you're like, 
oh, quick hide. And you're like, yeah. why would you make bulkheads like that for <laughs> yeah. intruders to hide? And then, and then given that there's potentially where they're hiding... Reinforce the wall, goddammit. Yeah. Well, and potentially behind where they're hiding is probably a doorway anyway from what we've yeah. seen. Yeah. 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 Like, they're just hiding in a door jam. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. And how confident do the... I mean, the Jafar in any situation have to be, but let alone on their own ship, that... No one is there because they are so friggin' loud when they walk <laughs> yeah. in formation. Like the, the SCMI well have at least <laughs> they have at least a ten second warning well, to hide. Yeah, you know? absolutely. At any given yeah. point throughout this series, it's yeah. like, oh shit, there's some footsteps. Now, what do you they, wanna, um, do? You want to go in first? Should I? Yeah, but uh, they they wouldn't expect someone to be there because surely they have like a, a go old Walter who is said if someone comes <laughs> in, Walter will tell us. <laughs> and but obviously Walter was uh, their the army is break. designed to be yeah. dominant and and fear mongering. Mm. So you so, want to hit? Yeah, they're not really enough. there for stealth. Yeah, yeah. they'll but come they, through the gate and everyone will run and they shoot them. Or, yeah, that's true. They yeah. are kind of magical because there'll just be no noise and there won't be a slow bit. It'll just be oh, suddenly they're there yeah. and then you've got <laughs> and a huge <laughs> theme music. It's not, yeah. a, it's, yeah. not, it's not a slow build of the thumping. It's yeah. just silence and then. Dun, dun, they, dun, they, dun. They oh God! They're here! They're here! Hide! Yeah. Love it. Um, yeah. Quick, we've got 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> now, there was a new piece of uh, ghoul technology that you guys are pretty excited about that we got introduced to in this episode. Uh, oh, yeah, the the big ball. The uh, long... What, what did they call it? The Long-range communication device? Yeah, that's it. Mm. Or as you guys named it, uh, Alien FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, son. Hello, Dad. Yeah. Looking good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was effective. So bizarre, you know? and the way it just like just hovers over to the Stargate for no reason, and just sort of yeah sits inside yeah. the ring. Mm. <laughs> is it, does it use? And you're wondering, does it use the power? Yeah, I mean, it's they, like what they is didn't it? establish a wormhole. Yeah, I don't like, know. Yeah, and you know where we we look at the Gould throughout this season, where you know every few episodes there would be more proof that the Gould didn't build the Stargates. They're just borrowing well stolen technology, really. Yeah. Do you get the feeling that the the orb is there? I think that's their theirs. invention, like yeah. off the back of, like you said, they have to hook up to the Stargate to, to borrow its, you know, intergalactical power and whatnot. But it's sort of it's their add-on, you know. Yeah, you know, they've they've added the headphones to the phone, sort of thing. It's like, <laughs> see, see, we're just as smart as whoever built this thing. Yeah, yeah, just hooking into someone else's network and yeah. using using their Wi-Fi <laughs> to get their FaceTime across. <laughs> basically, yeah, I think doesn't Daniel say they're scavengers by nature? Mm. He thinks that most of their technology they've stolen and yeah. kind of adapted for themselves. Yeah, with mm. um with the use of the the material that the Stargate's made out of. Yeah, it makes sense. Like like the Romulans. Sorry. Yeah. Hurts my goats. I still count. Um, yeah, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> one more. One more. What happens when I get to three? What? <laughs> Your microphone gets turned off. You oh, leave. Okay. You leave, oh, that. Like, like there's no season two for you. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of that, when I was looking into um, into some history on this episode, turns out there was some problems in um, Sweden. Go on, yeah, with the like this a, the, is promising. The, t- the the TV station that was playing it in Sweden like went bust or whatever. Yeah. So, like, as cool as this season finale is. No one in Sweden got to see season two for another five and a half years. Oh, jeez. No yeah. one picked it up. No other TV sh- TV station in Sweden picked it up. So it was five and a half years wow. between seeing the end of season. Surely by then they could have just bought the DVD sets. Yeah, those right hardcore then, fans. Yeah. But in like terms you were of saying showing it on in the last where, episode, from Reece, eBay? Yeah. you're not just jumping onto <laughs> iTunes and downloading yeah. it from overseas yeah. or I torrenting it or something. I think I bought season two when it came out, and that mm. was in 2005. So I don't think it was that. 
It was quite a while before. It would have been VHS, was yeah. it? No, well, I, no, they not, never, I don't think they ever came sets. out on, on, on VHS, but I do remember... Go to Blockbuster. Um, I do remember buying, for some of the later seasons, I do remember buying the DVDs um, and watching the DVDs before they were ever played on TV here in Australia. Yeah. Some of those later it seasons. It got to that really? point, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah especially wow. later I, seasons. I remember buying seven, season seven. I remember watching it on TV and going, oh, this looks weird. And then, because I hadn't caught up to it. I don't know, was it on like Foxtel or anything like that? Or? It was on Channel 7, I think, oh, in Australia. Okay. And then and then the box well, no, sets I remember, came out. No, I remember getting the box sets way before it came on TV for like 7, 8, 9, 10. Mm. I was getting them like the day they were coming out at Easy DVD. The guys at Easy DVD knew me by name. That's where I got mine too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. I think some of them I that even... Because like, you know how the DVD box sets are like five like, Discs, cases yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm. You could buy from? the individual ones, like oh, they would come out that. every three or four months. Someone, someone bought me season nine, and it was the se- like the single DVD. I'm like, oh, you ruined my whole collection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine's, mine's the same. Did you bring the receipt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got the last yeah. thin one, so no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I dumped her. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of there, but for the grace of God, where we saw Walter, you know, come out all Rambo style, come get some, come yeah. get some with oh, like some kind of P90 on. or something. Oh, and then there was uh, this bit in, in this episode where Carter and Jackson rescue O'Neill and Tilk. And Jackson actually comes out with the double gun, like one in each hand. And oh, no. I swear to God, in the second shot, he actually has one of them sideways. He's <laughs> <laughs> a kill shot. It's a kill shot, as Steve Carell would say. Classic and I'm like, Shanksy. just yes, Shanksy's like, he's like the whitest he's guy on the in. show. Of, dude, you're not a drug lord, okay? You're not he a always keeps the nine mil though. Yeah, yeah. That's he never really that... carries a, a rifle. Yeah. I think you know sometimes he'll carry a P90 when they upgrade to those. But yeah. for the most part, he just has. His he little, loves it, doesn't he? His little Beretta. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. His, his little handgun. <laughs> Um, I feel like this episode wasn't completely finished when they filmed it. Like they didn't quite know what they were doing. I've got a little video here. I'll show you guys, um, which we can chuck up on, um, on our socials. And it's the scene where Carter and Daniel sort of see all the Jafar loading up into the, into the gliders. Mm. And I feel like they haven't, they had at the time when they filmed the still, like filmed the, you know, the base of the, you know, the live action Jafar. I don't think they actually knew how they were going to get into the, the gliders yet. There's a Jafar here, and he's kind of just doing the what, 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 as as he's being loaded into the glider, and I don't head, pushing the like air the above your head is yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> so just watch him, the guy in front. Oh. <laughs> what the like, hell? is he reaching for a canopy, or is yeah. he just like what, what? Using the, fix using shit the force <laughs> to raise the. The elevator. Wow. Yo, check yeah. that out on our uh, on our social pages uh, at Get Into Geek Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's uh, that's not bad. That's a good pickup. Yeah, I like spotting that sort of stuff. <laughs> the other thing that bugged me was Hammond saying origination point. Is that a word? Origination? No, or is he just pronouncing so. it wrong. Like when you just Car-ter. say the origin point. Yeah. Or the origination. I can't quite. Oh, we'll play it, but it, it just. Or the point of point origin. Of origin yeah. yeah. We've confirmed that it was SG1. They went to the coordinates that Dr. Jackson brought back with him from that other place. If what he saw was indeed real, that's the origination point of the Gould military attack on Earth. A pretty hostile place to go, wouldn't it, sir? So, how do we feel, boys, about this episode being the season finale of this season, which, in hindsight, for us three, having seen everything, we go, look, it's, it's not a weak season, but it's like 
the, maybe the weakest of all 10 or anything. Like, it's not like it's a bad season and we no. struggle to watch it, but it's like, okay, well, we know, we can see where they're going to get better with a lot of things. Weakest. Yeah. There we're, and we'll get, to, we'll get to why in about eight um, years' time. Yeah. But yeah. Um, do you feel like it was a good wrap up for the season? Was it better than the average? Like, yeah. where does it sort of sit for you? Especially you recently. I loved guys. it. I loved it. It so just opened it? up. Just so much of what can happen. And if you guys are saying this is one of the worst seasons, like that just makes it even more sweet. Yeah, like I can't yeah. wait to watch the next episode. Mm. Um, yeah, season uh, episode yeah. one, season yeah, the, two. Yeah, the like, payoff. This this two parter is one of the best. Like, yeah, it's it's so good, and it just it just fires you up. It just I I love it. Yeah, I'm just so keen to see what happens and just if it's, they get to Earth. Yeah, and, and there's, I don't think yeah. there's anything disappointing about the about the the payoff. Like, no. It's this just, it all, everything is sort of wrapped. There's obviously, it continues it along, you know, to keep the story going. Yeah. But in terms of this sort of self-contained story, it gives you everything you want. Yeah. Bloody classic Tilk, though, with one of his zingers. <laughs> He's trying to do an earthism. If the coordinates are for a Goa'uld world, which is not on the Abydos cartouche, the Goa'uld will most likely not expect us. I believe a medical attack could be successful. Surgical attack, Tilk. But again, it's like, it's like, Tilk been living with humans for a year, still can't quite get the lingo down. Yeah. Bray tag after twenty minutes, he's got him down pat. Yeah, he knows yeah. what's going on. He's a lot more experienced though, a lot more common sense. Bray tag. <laughs> yeah, after one hundred and twenty years and dealing with all those bloody juvenile Jafars, <laughs> those ninety-year-old Jafars, <laughs> <laughs> bloody youngins. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good one. When Tilk goes, everyone prepare for extreme. And they all eat shit. Uh, deceleration. <laughs> like, thanks, Tilk. Now you know it's a ship. Mm. Now you thanks know. Thanks for that. Again, holding on to stuff, Tilk. <laughs> yeah. It happened the whole, the whole season. <laughs> Never learns. Could have yeah. killed us so many times. <laughs> James Crocker, who gets the story credit, wrote some excellent episodes of... Oh, shit, I can't say. Oh, <laughs> Let's God. Let's forget about that. You nearly got yourself oh, you evicted. Roseanne? Television. <laughs> TV. I think stuff. that's technically a reference. We talk about the writer. Stuff. It was directed by David Worry Smith, who uh, directed one of your favourite episodes, Matty, there, but for the grace of God, two weeks ago. No, you haven't got <laughs> that yet. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Nearly bit that. So, you know, for, for Brendan and Reese and I, he's on a really hot streak. For yeah. you, it's like, well, he's batting 500. Yeah, so. it's 50-50. <laughs> All right, well, that's season one, boys. We did it. As we said at the top of the, of the show. Boom. We're here. We're it done. It was easier to watch it. Was it actually... When I want to ask you this, guys. Was it a chore this time around? See for me, I'm I'm just ahead of Reese in the sense that I have already seen it, but it's been so long since I watched it. I'm in, I'm in the same boat where you were just mentioning ten minutes ago, Reese, that you're looking forward to the rest of the series. If this was mm. weak, then it can only get really good. Like I really enjoyed watching the season again. I understand what you boys mean when you say, "Oh, this is going to get better," and "Oh, this is a really bad episode," and this whole season is just set up and then gets retcon later or whatever. But for me, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, again. I think- I think you're probably looking at season one as rubbish in comparison to everything else. Oh yeah, absolutely. I loved watching this season like the f- the first time and the next ten times. Mm, but yeah. for me, I think I think the chore was almost like writing notes and kind of taking it as a pulling it apart and finding pieces that you didn't like or what was the deal with this. Mm. As a as yeah, so continuity. if you're listening, thanks a lot for making this a chore. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whole oh, point sorry. of the show, brother. <laughs> for, for me, it was going back to the episodes that I normally skip. Like I'll quite yeah. happily sit down, and most of the episodes this season, I'll quite happily sit down and watch. Anytime it might be, I'm watching a completely different show, and someone says a line, 
and it makes me think of something and then it makes me think of something else it makes me think of an episode of something mm. whether it be Stargate or a different show or whatever and then I'll go and Careful. find that DVD and put it in and I'll watch it <laughs> mm. so it's it's been so long since I've actually gone back and actually watched it you know from start to finish mm. without skipping over episodes but yeah I think that was the only chore is you know the couple of episodes like you know First Commandment and you know Fire and Water and a few of those ones that you just yeah skip past mm. Um, and there'll be a few of those in season two, but then having said that, some of the season two episodes are just <laughs> mind-blowing. Yeah. So good. And thankfully, we're not oh, going to yeah. be like Sweden. We've got it available to us next <laughs> week, so we're ready to go. We'll get back to you in five years, guys. Thor, <laughs> Thor's Chariot, which is a, pr- a sequel. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, speaking of, are we going to do a separate episode for like a, next week? Are we going to come back and do like an overview of the season and, and rank them all and... Because I know, Mitch, you were interested when I told you about the... Like seven the, and seven. The, the, yeah, yeah, the TV trope of, yeah, of I thirds. Should, I think we could do a short one. Before we kick off season two. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Well, that's season one, boys. I mean, I'm not going to... I don't really want to pat us on the back. So I'll give yourselves a round of applause. I mean, bloody good no, work good this call. season, guys. Great call, uh, You know, good, uh, just good time just being in here with you blokes oh, talking about bloody Stargate. Oh, here we go. I Another just can't believe bloke. we did 21. Yeah. That actually happened. Oh, pots Thank and pans. You. There yeah. we go. <laughs> I mean, not right on cue, but that's we'll get. Well, we'll get Mitchell left to cut that out. Yeah, you're going to give me a heads No, no, I'll leave that, like, Matty. You can pay for that when geez. you listen back to it. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, for those who have been on this journey with us from the start, thank you very much. For anyone who's uh, just come on board, we got uh, the whole season obviously uh, preceding this episode, and we will continue on next week as if it's uh, a direct continuation because it is season two, episode number one. Join us back next Sunday, Stargate Sundays, with the Get Into Gate team. In the meantime, you can check us out on the socials Facebook, Twitter and Instagram simply at Get Into Gate and uh, you can check out all of our podcasts depending on how you listen SoundCloud and iTunes please spread the word of Get Into Gate to your fellow Stargate or just random sci-fi lovers yeah, as far as us individually you can check out myself Twitter and Instagram follow that gear simply at Mitch underscore Lewis Matty uh, Hi Pitch Matty on Instagram Brendan at the Brendan Gibson and Reese. I am at the Flying Gibson Great stuff boys we'll see you back here next week kicking off season 2 Two of Stargate SG1. Get into geek.com.